When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. In Jeff Lewis's world, there's never a dull moment. The crazy part is I don't take anything. I'm off all my meds. Maybe that's the issue. <laughs> What's not shocking to me is all the negative comments I receive. Like just today. I hope you rot in hell. I hope someone castrates you. Okay. You've had this happen with a lot of people that have worked for you. Not only quit you, but just quit life. Quit. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. I'm here with Lauren Lake, Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. Good morning, Your Honor. Do you like our new intro? I love it. I was cracking <laughs> up. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Good morning. You and I were just talking about, um, so you wrote a book. Um, it's Girl, Let Me Tell You. Yes. And it's uh, Leading a Limitless Life. And I have to say, like, you've really kind of taken your own advice. I have. You have made such major moves decisions in the last 12 months of your life and I don't know how you're not terrified like with all of these risks that you've taken you sold your house yes. you moved to the city this is your fault though uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was not selling my house this is your fault but go ahead go ahead you moved to the city you live in a completely different city neighborhood your life has changed as a result yes. you, you your your child and you're you're a very doting hands-on mom you know, CJ now goes to boarding school in <laughs> Florida. You took a new, um, you know, you made a, a, a real pivot with your career. Yes. You know, you went with a new network and a new uh, starting a new, new talent show. deal yes. and all of that. A lot of change. A lot of change. And you know what's so crazy about life and about being a person who empowers other people? It's crazy when those moments come where you have to take your own advice. And I'm going to say to you, don't think I'm not terrified. I am. And I always tell people, living a limitless life is not about not having fear. Developing and becoming fearless is about having fear, feeling fear, and doing it anyway. Right? Because you, I was on that cliff. I knew as a former person who flipped a lot of houses and used yeah. to be in that business, I knew I should put my house up. But I was emotionally attached to that house because right. it reminded me of the house I grew up in. And with my mom passing and all this drama, I won't go low and deep. But, you know, you develop those emotional attachments and here comes my friend Jeff and just pushes me off the ledge, literally. He's good at that. Very good at that. And it paid off, though. Yeah. And I feel so much more like myself now. I didn't realize how caught up I was in, I think, I don't know, I got a little normal. You know what I mean? And I'm not a normal person. I like, I always say, why be ordinary when extraordinary is an option? Be extraordinary. Do extraordinary things. Think outside the box. Live outside the box. My ass was in the box. Can I say ass? I'm sorry. Yes, you know you can. I curse. But I was all in the box. <laughs> it was just no other way to say it. But I was in the box. And you didn't, I didn't even know I, I had gotten myself in a box. 
So I have felt for these past few months, like all of these risks, all of these changes, all of these doors I'm kicking in and and new adventures have brought me closer to who I know I am. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm back on kind of like back on the bike again. Well, it's funny because I did push you to sell your house and it turned out, if I remember correctly, you got something between like 25 or 33 percent more than what you were asking for the house. It was, yes, it was significant. If there was like just an ounce of doubt, when that happened, you were like, holy shit, I got to go. I got to sell this house. Well, I know. And I was so attached to the house. My father was so proud of what I had done because, you know, I had just refurbished it and just you know, from basically from the studs. Yeah. And when they started having that bidding war and I told my daddy, he was like, oh, baby, you got to go. Like, <laughs> you got to get your stuff and get ready to go. And I had to pack up in like two weeks because these people were like all right. cash. You know, them cash people, they want you out. Yeah, they want you they out. They don't mm-hmm. have the, I don't need no mortgage. I need you to get out. And so <laughs> that's what I had to do. So then what happened is, you sell the house, you put the money in the bank, and now you're like this vagabond, like living in hotels, <laughs> and you're not committing to a place to live. And I say to you, look, you got this new deal. It looks like you're going to be going to Culver City. You know, you need to live somewhere near where you're not driving for 45 minutes. Yes. And then remember, I told you, I said, well, I just put my house on the market, and I saw the coolest, like, yep. it was like a four-level townhouse with like a rooftop deck, and it, and it's so funny because you went out. And and Literally. I said I, and I said I just missed it. I almost like I almost took it just because I wanted to hold it. But then I was like, this is ridiculous. It's a waste of money. But then you went and got the same thing. Yes. Literally the next day <laughs> I go and I see one and I'm like, this is it because it gives me everything I need. I need an attached garage. Right. Yeah. And then I need to see out, though. And it has beautiful views. You know, it's a little, you know how they're kind of narrow. You know, yeah. you go stair to stair to stair. But the stairs are a workout alone. Mm-hmm. So I'm just up and down the stairs. They have beautiful views up top. It's enough for me because CJ isn't there. I made him a big boy room you know so he's like there and we're just like you know cute in the city and i really love it i really do no does does big carlos does he live in florida now not yet but he's gonna go because cj needs to play more than one sport and so he's gonna have to support him in his golf because he's doing golf now but he moves to lacrosse so he's going to be going back and forth there, but he lives in the city as well. I see. Yeah. I see. Um, all right. So now in regards to the new career, uh, new, new career show. move, the new yes. show. Yes. So you're you're about to start shooting a, a new pilot, right? Yes. I have so many things on the horizon. So I'm going to be doing a new court show, We the People, with Judge Lauren Lake with Entertainment Studios. Super excited about that because it's going to be expanding the types of cases and things that I can talk about, right? And so we're going to still be handling family dynamics and all the craziness with that, but we're also going to be bringing in more small claims, things you saw me do in paternity court, but we're going to just be branching out even more. So I'm super excited to get started with that. We really won't start shooting until I think next summer because it's a 2022 show. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to start shooting some things next week. And so it's going to feel so good to put my robe back on and now, get a gavel in my hand. How, so people got to do what I say. Because <laughs> no, CJ, CJ don't. Is CJ 11? Is he 11? Yes. Okay, so how are you doing with that, having your 11-year-old on the other side of the country? Absolutely devastated. You yeah. know I fly there all the time. Yeah, no, no. That's why you said I was a vagabond, because I literally lived at the hotel that's on the campus. I'm always there. When was the last time you were there? Okay, so this was my biggest (laughs) jump. No, no, no. This was my biggest jump. He had a golf tournament two weeks ago. I did not go back 
Okay. Right. And now Big Carlos is going to get him from school and take him because I've got to work next week and shoot. He's taking him to see his family in North Carolina and all of that. And so I am not laid eyes on my baby like in over two weeks. It's oh, going to wow. be almost three weeks. I don't think I've ever gone that when long. When does he come home? He's going to come home next week. Okay. And then are you going to go to Detroit? for? The- yep. Okay. For yep. Christmas. Yep. I'm going to go see the fam. And then I'll come back because he, he loves being in the city. So I want to give him time, hang out with the dog, you know, walk around. You know, he can go out and walk the dog by himself like he feels all big boy. He loves it. Do you let him fly by himself? Oh, my God. Don't stress me out. Okay, because I, okay, I have an issue with this. Yes. Oh, my God. So this is the stress of my life mm-hmm. because everybody, I don't know why, but the, the universe and God brought all these people in my life that went to boarding school. And they're all like, it's time for him to fly alone because we literally, Big Carlos or myself, we fly to get him yes, yes. and then we fly him home. Yes. I mean, all my money from the house, American and Delta <laughs> Airlines took all my money because all I'm doing is buying tickets. And everybody's like, you need to let him get on the plane. And I have seen so many kids get on the plane and CJ rides the plane just fine. He, he's been dr- he's been on the plane since he was born. I don't know why I can't do it. I'm the same way. I don't know what at what at how old are they and what about you like with Drew you feel like Drew and Bo can fly right now by themselves yeah well they're fifteen and sixteen so absolutely okay. and they flew by themselves when they were I think twelve and thirteen to Canada okay well CJ's eleven would yeah. you let Drew and Bo fly absolutely I, I to Rob's families in Canada when they were eleven yeah it's a little young yep see I am just not ready yet but everyone says but twelve I think. Yeah, and he'll it's be another year. I don't know why. But, but one thing I did do, honey, I let him stay home by himself. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Yes, How long? I did. I an hour yoga class. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. And Baby honey, steps. I was driving back all fast and telling him, don't cook nothing when I came back. <laughs> he had scrambled eggs. I was like, you turned on the stove. I told you. But it's just, I don't know. It's, and then everybody's like, Lauren, he goes to boarding school. If he goes to boarding right. school, he can stay home while you go to yoga and he can ride the plane. But I cannot do it yet. Yeah, maybe because he's pretty independent. I mean, yeah. he's an 11 year old at board. School. Yeah, I think Probably, he can do it. Maybe he can. Maybe he can just, yeah. Ugh. I know. And maybe once he does it once or twice, then you're going to start feeling well, okay He doesn't it. care. He's like, Mom, just I'll just get me my ticket. I'll just fly home. And they have it all set up. Like, they have the shuttle. They have everything. Yeah, I was going to say, he must have an adult that the gets him to the gate. walks them. They have yeah. a whole system that they charge you for. They walk <laughs> them all the way to the gate. Yeah. They have it fully, fully He's fine. Up. He's fine. Well, I'm very... Look, I'm I'm very glad that you're over here on this side of the hill now and that you live in the city. And one of the reasons why the San Fernando Valley has recently become very unsafe because Megan's daughter, Drew, has passed her driver's (laughs) test. If you live in Los Angeles, stay inside. Avoid the San Fernando Valley. She doesn't take freeways, right? She does. Oh, God. I thought the freeways were safe. No, she's right. Yeah, she's driving the freeway. She drives it to school. She drove us to Arlita to take the driving test and drove us home on the 405. <laughs> can you let us know when she's on the I road we'll so a, I can stay home? We'll just do a group text yeah. and I'll just let you guys know. Oh my God, I love She's a it. terrible driver. Well, not anymore. She, and she, she's she been failed, practicing a lot. She failed the first test. That's she did. All right. No, but it was a real a bad fail. It was like That's one of those, right. re- it was like a critical. In front of a car. And it was like the, the instructor, the, the examiner was like, 
back to the DMV right now. I oh, mean, she was, didn't fail the written. Fit. She fell the driving. Oh, yes. yeah. No, no. She's in the middle of an intersection Turning about left. to make a left and pulled right in front of a car. A car had to stop, put on their brakes, <laughs> not to hit her. Aww. And the examiner was like, yeah, automatic fail. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, go, Drew. See, she came back. Yeah, she, well, she had back. two weeks Limitless to practice. Limitless life. Yeah. Limitless, honey. Absolutely. Do it again. Yes. Now, you, wanted to, you wanted to ask your honor because you're trying to live your limitless life. Yeah, it's not really an act two, but it's I'm act one. It's, he it's ain't act, even the act one. He's in the pray. <laughs> he in the prelude. But go ahead. Okay, maybe I'm starting act one. I'm turning 25. It's a new year. I'm newly single. I want to like you know turn it up a notch next year. Oh, in what ways? Um, I don't. I mean, I need advice on how to live. My my new life, I, same kind of thing. I'm not, I'm in the city. I'm single. I'm High a, tops. I'm out. This at is the how self aware I am. I believe, and Alyssa and I were just uh, speaking about this. Oh, talk about I'm me. ready for you to start setting some boundaries with me because I feel like you need your free time. You need time to socialize with your friends. I think you need time to date. I understand that you are by my side 24 seven, and you're never going to have a life or friends if if I don't let you go. Aw. I mean, I yeah, I, but I think I'm pretty okay. Like, last night I said, hey, I'm going to go do laundry. Bye. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Your Hope father you and I had to I tomorrow. Was, I was on my own. I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, wait, no. But that's good, though. And that's a good practice to start. And I know, Megan, you can probably attest to this, especially for, like, later in life. When you start learning how to set boundaries mm. now, I was bad at that. I'm definitely one of those people. I'm going to take care of somebody else better than I'm going to take care of myself. And I'm paying for it now, honey. Do that. Like, make that time. And to Jeff's point, take risks and do things that you don't think you either are ready to do. Right. You know, I always tell people while somebody's half stepping, there's another person taking a leap of faith. Right. You got to see who you're going to be. So many people are just sludging through half stepping. You think I can. I think I can. But I ain't doing nothing. While somebody else is just like, let me go jump and see what happens. Be that person. You're half stepping. (laughs) That's what I got from this. You're half stepping. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to borrow Jeff's cane. Soon. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Oh, sorry. I, I like purposely I hit it. I purposely hit it behind you the chair. You didn't hide it that well because I tripped over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it, babe. In every aspect of your life, this is your in your twenties too. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Fly bird. At this time, I was like singing with Dr. Dre and Snoop. I had had a law degree. I wasn't doing what? nothing. I was fire. To, yeah, I lived up here, right in, right on Fuller in Hollywood. Me feel better. I moved here. I think I clipped his wings. I think so too. <laughs> I think that's the Uh-oh. problem. Well, I don't have a law degree. Oh, yeah. No, you don't need I can't that. Sing I'm, that just, well. I'm just saying, I had the law degree, but I wasn't doing anything I was supposed to do relative. I was out here singing with Dre and Snoop, having a ball, living my life limitlessly, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do those things, take those you risks. You can sing too, Shane. That's true. Mm-hmm. Shane, you're driving a BMW and flying first class. You're doing okay, bro. Doing yeah. real well. <laughs> you know what? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> And you have great teeth. Oh, <laughs> beautiful thanks. smile. No, but I th- I do think like you should you really should have the courage to say to me, hey, you know, can I have Saturday off or whatever? Or what if I came in early? We, we finished all of our work so I could have the rest of the day. Like I-, I I don't want you to think. I think you're afraid to ask me. Well, it's not that I'm afraid. I'm just I'm comfortable doing. I'm happy to be there. You know? Okay. So I'm not like okay. As long as you're go. happy, like I just. Yeah. Well, how long do you work on Saturdays? Um, I don't know. We have a meeting at 11, so I'll probably go at 10, and we'll probably be done at 
well, no, because we have a couple hours probably worth of office work. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he works. He works a half a day day. Mm. I he has work Sundays a, off. A, a, yeah, Sundays... a regular person's day, which is my half day. Okay. But well, see, yeah. that's another thing Saturdays too. Off. When you love what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Then th- what's that saying? When you love what you do, then you, you don't really work not a day. work. Well, the truth is, you do work, and that's the part. Those, these are the little colloquialisms and the little cliches that we make up in life that make ourselves feel good, but they're really not true. You really are working, and you need to create space where you aren't. Because I was the same, but mm-hmm. you really are working. He loves to put my socks on, take me to my MRIs, and bring, <laughs> and bring me my medication. He loves it. He just loves you what love he's doing. what you do. Don't work a day in your life. That sounds so fun. Yeah. He's a caretaker, pretty much. He really is. For a yeah. senior citizen. It's like assisted living at this point. Assisted work. You're right. It is. This is so sad. Um, should we take a break now before I, I uh, address the Heather Dubrow response? Okay. Why don't we do that? We'll take a quick break. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Vacations are always good. Sometimes they're even great. And Celebrity Cruises is about to ruin all of that. Because once you explore with us, you'll never want a vacation any other way. And with new Quick Caribbean Escapes, you'll never want a weekend any other way either. Celebrity Cruises. Nothing comes close. Visit Celebrity.com, call 1-800-CELEBRITY, or contact your travel advisor. Ships Registry, Malta and Ecuador. I love my cat, Tiger. And as my best friend, we speak our own language. What's that? You love your litter. He does, because I use Fresh Step Outstretch Litter. It absorbs 50% more waste and odor and requires less changing compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Less changing means more time playing. (laughs) Right, Tiger? That's a yes. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Cat Litter in the pet aisle. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. We are back with Lauren Lake, Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. Uh, Monday, Mercedes Javid and Doug Budin will be here. Nice. Um, and then who, okay, so we have Shannon Bedore next week. We have Leah Black. Taylor, Taylor Dane Taylor, on Tuesday. Okay, Taylor Dane, Shannon, Shannon Bedore, Bedore, and then Leah Black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, so we, we do have to discuss 
as always, mm-hmm. your ensemble today. Oh, okay. So, Megan, could you please give us a description of what Your Honor is wearing? Well, Your Honor is rocking this morning a beautiful two-tone block, <laughs> color-blocked uh, turtleneck, I would call it, uh, with the white on top, the black on bottom. She was wearing a nice pair of black slacks. Um, they look like they're a little stretchy, maybe a Lululemon action. What she thanks? Okay, really cool. And then she's the. The way this outfit comes together, everybody, is with the two-tone white and black patent leather loafer. It's like a loafer. Yeah. yeah. With the pony. It's really cute. Black pony. We, and it ties in with the color block black and white turtleneck. Yes. We also have to mention that she's rocking a very chic top knot. Yes. Which is, you know, shows off her beautiful features. And what did I say at the break? You said that you can only wear a top knot if you have a pretty face and that I should wear my hair down. <laughs> And then bitch Alyssa said I should get extensions. And Shane said I should get long bangs. So you guys can all fuck off. Actually, Alyssa also said that you should like wear your hair like the girl in the grudge. <laughs> yes, she did. Where it almost covers your face. Yeah, you guys Now, she's got awesome. a little... Uh, and if you notice, I'm not wearing a huge hoop today. You are not because the turtleneck, it would it would probably get in the way. But I would do it anyway, but I'm wearing this small Chanel thing because guess what? I have to do a little shopping. So this is a shopping earring. Oh, no. Why did the hoops get in the way? Because if I want to try something on, it's annoying to take the turtleneck on with a hoop. So this is why I'm wearing a small thing. Also, if you want to try on shoes, the loafer is a great choice because you can slip in and out of them. Exactly. And they have the little footy thing inside that you can't see. So then I can go in and out of a shoe easily. This is a shopping outfit. From the carpool collection, it's when you head <laughs> to the mall later. It's when you don't go to yoga, you go to the mall. That's okay, right. You also did a very cute leather jacket over yes. the black and white ensemble. Yes, I and did. And then you did what I think is a very pretty little crossbody Gucci purse. Now, tell us Simple. how you wear that. I'm totally into this crossbody wallet. If you don't have one in your life, get it. It's just a wallet size, and especially in these days and times, when people out here acting like uh, they stealing everything from everybody, it's so great because you can hide it. It's just a crossbody little wallet. I wear it, wear it all the time. If you want to bring a bigger bag and put it in your trunk, do it. When you want to carry a bigger bag, fine. When you don't, strap it right across. You put your coat on top. And then you zip it up. And then so I can it looks zip like you don't have a purse. Up, and it looks like I don't have a purse. Also good for shopping. So I'm not, so good for I'm not going to mug you because I, if I see you walking, she, she no doesn't bag. have a purse. She's got no bag. She's got no wallet. I don't nothing have to a steal. Ball. I ain't got nothing for you. And if you notice, <laughs> no, but you see, I'm out here in these streets. I have no jewelry on. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing any jewelry today, especially too because my nails aren't done because I've been moving and I'm a hot mess. But I'm not wearing any jewelry, no watch, no nothing. I got my street sensibilities on out here. I was watching um, Heather uh, McDonald's Insta stories this morning. Okay. Um, and she was at Josh Flagg's. Josh Flagg had a big, fancy dinner party last night for mm-hmm. a holiday party, which I was invited to, but I, I wasn't feeling up to it. But anyway, I was watching, watching the Insta stories. Now, what they're doing now is, especially because this was a publicized, highly publicized party, uh, I know that Candy Spelling was there, and she was dripping in millions of dollars with her jewels. She had her own security. Josh had security because what they're doing now is they're seeing on Instagram people having these big parties and they're going in. Uh, multiple people will go in like an organized crime ring and they will rob people at holiday parties. Yes. So Josh had security and then Candy had her own security. Do we have security for next Tuesday? We do. Okay, great. Yeah. So, oh, you so you can wear your jewels. Okay, good. I will be jeweled out. <laughs> okay, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, because again, we've been talking about the party, talking about the party, talking it's about true. the party. So Leah's like, I'm getting nervous about this because people will have, you know, like Heather has some gorgeous Costco jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She yeah. really does. She really does. <laughs> no, you Costco. Know, but, 
Yeah. People are going to be wearing jewelry. So so uh, Leah has hired security. Good. good. Th- these are the times we're living in. She found a, a, a really good mall cop that I think is going <laughs> to, well, we're going to feel very safe. Or, or one of her ex-con friends. <laughs> oh. That would have been a good one. That's good. Mm-hmm. So I did want to mention, um, I really am not trying to like fan the flames here. And in my mind, there's not really a feud. I mean, I don't, I don't go out of my way to discuss it, but I've had, um, I've had issues with Heather Dubrow, who's a real housewife of Orange County. And the problem is, is that in interviews, people bring it up. So then I answer it and they're like, how do you feel? And I will answer how I feel because we have a lot of unresolved issues. So basically um, she did. So on Watch What Happens Live, I had mentioned that I don't think she's a good person, that she's the Corella de Villa of Orange County. Um, you know, a few little things. And then she did respond in an interview. I think it was for, was it P- Reality Check People? Was it yeah, with Darren Carp? And what did she say? Can we have the audio? In order to have a feud, you really need two people to participate. <laughs> and so I have no interest in participating in anything like that. But I will say this about the comments. Consider the source. Ouch. Oh. So you're not credible. There it is. Yeah. So I guess (laughs) you're said that because you shouldn't take me seriously then if you consider the source. (laughs) But the reality of it is, is that um, we we were at a party five years ago. I've mentioned this and I found her to be very dismissive and demeaning to a a waiter. And what I will tell you is that I I I, I do in a a situation sometimes when I meet famous people, I'm very nervous and I get. you know, you you work up your nerve to talk to people. Yeah. And I can only imagine what, you know, the, the wait staff here, you know, they've got all these famous people at this table. They've got these, you know, these housewives and all these, you know, they're already probably nervous. And so this person had gone up to, I, Heather was right across the, across the table from me and Gage was right next to me. And um, what happened was she was, we were in the middle of a conversation and the, the waiter came up with, bre- with a bread basket and he said, would you like some bread? And she did not respond. She continued to have the conversation. He asked her again. By the third time he had asked, and I could tell the guy was like, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, she put up her hand and kind of just sh- like shist him. Like, how would shoot you shoot him away? Shoot. shoot. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She shoot him away. She never turned her head. She never looked him in the eye. She never said thank you. She never said no thank you. She just shooed him away. And I just found it. And I watched and I, I saw this guy's face. And I was like, wow, that is really, really cold. So it affected me, and I spoke about it. So okay. when I did, she, uh, she came back at me rather than saying, now look, if I had done that to someone, first of all, I would be pretty embarrassed. And I would probably, I would certainly apologize. So rather than say publicly, like, look, it was a really, it was the wrong move. I was really rude. I was really dismissive. I was in the middle of a conversation, and I should have never done that. Whatever, I apologize. What she did was she kind of um, twisted the narrative, and then she went on Access Hollywood Live and said that I face-shamed and body-shamed her. This was five years ago. So, obviously, I have come after her for that, especially, like, this was, like, right before Me Too and all of that. And that actually was not true, Your Honor, because what happened was is that when we were at dinner, uh, I was, first of all, and I've said this publicly, I think she's an attractive woman, and she doesn't seem to age. Like, she looks exactly the same today as she did 10 years ago. So, And she's married to a plastic surgeon. So I said, Heather, you look so great. You're in such great shape, whatever. I was very complimentary. What, I mean, what work have you had done? Like, how do you look so great? And she was very defensive and said that I've had nothing done. 
And I'm like, and I was like, come on, Heather. I mean, you're married to a plastic surgeon, really? You've never taken advantage of that? And she actually pulled him from his conversation and said, Terry, we tell him I've had no work done. Like, very, very defensive, which told me, like, you have had work done then, because if, you're th- if, if it's this kind of reaction. So that, that, in her mind, was face shaming and body shaming. So to go on a national show and say, during, you know, right around the Me Too era, to, to, to say that I face shame and body shame was an absolute lie. And it was, it was and dangerous, and dangerous yeah. to do to someone, to someone's, you know, I mean, to someone's career. Now, there's other things that I witnessed that I, you know, that I could talk about, but I don't. Um, but that, that was really the basis of what happened. So I don't, I mean, look, my friends will, will tell you, I don't talk about Heather Dubrow, but, uh, you know, uh, and probably haven't mentioned her for a year. No. But when I go and watch What Happens Live and Andy says, right. how do you feel about Heather Dubrow? Why did you, oh, no, it was actually a, a call. Someone said, well, why did you make up with Vicki Gumbelson and not Heather Dubrow? Well, because Vicki Gumbelson was accountable and apologetic. And it's a, it's a completely right. different situation. So I don't, if I were her, I would just kind of stay silent on the matter because I will continue to defend myself. Every time she responds, I'll defend myself. But that's basically the gist of what happened. And I don't really know. I, I, I don't see how you can resolve this. I don't see, you, you can't. You can't resolve it. You can. You can always resolve something. Two people want to resolve something. You can resolve it. The problem is, is that it's just going on and on yes, and on and on. And we're not looking for resolution. We're just, you know, and I get that. Like, it's a, it wasn't something you went in to talk about. Then somebody asked you about it. So you gave your honest opinion, yes. and now it rebooted it, right? It, and and, it, and I actually don't want that. And that's the point. And really you don't, don't want, want it to that. be rebooted. So I, I get it, and I think it's important that you say today that this is not something that you are here to reboot. You know, I will say this, and this is an important lesson, because I always say you can always look at the character of people for the way they, pe- they treat old people, babies, and people in service to them. And that doesn't mean that on that day, you know, I, I wasn't there, so I can't even judge. But what you were seeing was something that made you uncomfortable based upon, you know, how you felt like she was treating someone. Now, let's be frank. You've been very honest on this show that there are things that you have done and the ways you've spoken to people in the past that you have said, you know what, that really wasn't my best look. That's not how you do that. I think that's kind of what you were going for, kind of looking to hear and you didn't get it. And that's another part of life as we grow and learn. Sometimes you don't get what you need to move on. You just need to pack your bags and move on. So let's move on from it. It's over. I actually, and I've talked about this publicly as well, there is, you know, there are times where I haven't been so nice to people. And um, sometimes people deserve it, though, but but sometimes they don't. (laughs) Right. And, and, you know, when you have a conscience, you know, you, you, you do have regret and you do have remorse. And I still talk about that. And it's still to this day, even though it happened like eight years ago. I was trying to go to a, uh, get to a concert and I was leaving a restaurant and, it, and someone came up to me and was like, oh my God, I love your show. Like I've been watching forever, whatever. Can I get a picture? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I can't, I'm, I'm already late. Like I have to go. And then I got in the car and I thought to myself, it took all sorts of courage for this mm-hmm. woman to come up and compliment and, and I'm such a fucking douche. Who cares if you were five minutes late to the concert, you were already late. And I was actually in the car and I turned around to go back to the restaurant to see if I could find her, and she was gone. And to this day, I feel like an asshole. But that's also out of character for you. It I mean, is. as long as I've really known is. you, you've always take you know taken the time to take a picture with somebody. I was stressed out because we were late. Right, I get that, but that's not usual for you. Right. So yeah. But I do think now that I'm watching the show, 
And look, do I think she adds to the show? Absolutely. Do I think that she has made the show better? Absolutely. I think people love watching her and her lifestyle. But look, I believe there's some insincerity. And I've now noticed that even in the show when they're filming her, mm-hmm. she's overly attentive to wait staff, drivers, I've that all too. that. And I know that that's not who she is. So when you try to go overboard being nice to people, like I feel like it, it to me it feels very insincere personally. But again, I'm not trying to perpetuate this. I really am not. I really would love, but the only problem is the only way it would ever be buried is if she and I had a conversation. And that's all that needs to happen one day. Right. And until it does, like you said, you don't even have to talk about it. Right. You know, because it just gives life to it. Let's book her. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? It would be great though. It's a good idea. You know, I was thinking about. What I'll you... mediate it. Sorry. Oh, that's Ooh. a great idea. Yeah, I'll Your mediate Honor. it. What do you think about people that um, don't hold the elevator people? So now, if I'm in oh. the elevator <laughs> and I see you walking towards and I do nothing to open that door, what do you think of me? Okay, so <laughs> what I think of you is that you are me. <laughs> because I'm one of those people, especially now with COVID, I'm right. going to tell you something like, my morality, my sense of goodness says you should hold the elevator. What I really wanted to do is hurry up and close because I really don't want to ride the elevator with any extra people when I don't have to. I really feel that way. Yes. And then I have that moment of, oh, but if they step on, I should step off and take the stairs. Oh, but they're going to feel like I'm being a jerk because I step off when they step on. I'll just ride it. And then it'll be somebody who like gets on and then doesn't have their mask on, fully talking, sneezing, coughing, hacking. And you're just like, you know what? I should have let this door close on you. So <laughs> I go through that all the time time uh, i don't think it's right but i think honestly it probably is safer i would annoy you in an elevator because i kept confusing i kept forgetting what floor i was on <laughs> so what would happen is i get in the elevator with someone else and i press 46 and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm actually on 45 so now they have to stop twice <laughs> oh! and i understand like and i feel bad because i get mad when someone comes in and then if they were to do that to me i don't even want to make one stop let alone two me either so I do wait for that. I mean, that's why I, didn't I don't to try to open that door. You told me about. Right. That's why I didn't go there. <laughs> I didn't go, because I want to be on the top floor, but I don't want to stop for anyone. Nope. So if there isn't a private elevator to the penthouse, penthouse. level, then I can't because if I have to go three stairs, then all of a sudden my luxury just went down the the, the drain. Yeah. So, so I'm with you. What do you think you, about did you people? You call me Corona No, I said. <laughs> <laughs> of West Hollywood. Of West Hollywood. I said you guys are so relatable. <laughs> what do you think of people? Well, you are dressed like her. Yes. Oh my God. You just need the so spotted funny. coat. That's it. It's just, I the, just need the spotted coat. The, I do have a spotted coat. And the two tone uh, high knot. Okay. <laughs> what do you think of people? They go to a Broadway show or a play and they're in row four or five and they stand up 15 minutes before the show ends and leave. I can't stand that. Okay. <laughs> Me either. Is that you? Yeah. I can't stand that. <laughs> but this is because I am a former performer, right? Okay. And so I used to do so much musical theater. Not only, I mean, you can't see a lot, but the fourth row I know. from stage, mm-hmm. I know. you really can't see. We were making see. eye and contact with Aladdin the whole time. I know. <laughs> I bet you were, Shane. Yeah. I was so, like, hey. so that is what hey, you call Lynn, the out. worst. That is yeah. the worst for the performers who have given you all of their talent. I know. And I loved it. And uh, for everybody else who's trying to see the buildup to the show, 
It was you, the finale. And, and you slide now. You probably was in the middle too. Slide. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Actually, excuse I was on me. the end. Oh, I was on okay. the end okay. of row four. Yeah, but it was obvious. I yeah. know. I don't even like people go to the bathroom then. Plan it better. <laughs> like plan it I know. better. Just go ahead with the line I just didn't at intermission. Want the crowd. I didn't want the crowd. I, I, I just didn't want to wait in that line. What's? The, but I know. I have an idea. Don't and go. I did it every. If we're not going to finish the show, how about we don't go? Now we did leave Lion King at intermission, so I didn't bother That's anybody. Better. What? I didn't bother anybody. <laughs> Why would you leave Lion King she in just, intermission? She was antsy and she was like restless oh, and she, she wasn't into it. it. She loved Aladdin. She loved the Rockettes. But she was not into Lion King. Oh my, she is going to be on a couch when she's older talking about the time her daddy took her out of the Lion King. It's <laughs> like, and that's why I don't finish things to this day because my daddy took me out of Aladdin and the Lion King early. This is going to be on you, Jeff. We did stay for all the Rockettes. It's, it's okay. like 60 minutes. Yes, yeah, that's quick. the other thing. I think these shows are too long. They're too long. They are long. I mean, for a 51-year-old with an ADD, with a 5-year-old with ADD, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, they're too long. They're works of art. I know. So it takes time to go through the arc of the artistry that they're trying to convey. So, yes, it is difficult, but, yeah. I know these are random questions. How, of, how often can I repeat an outfit? <laughs> is it every two days, three days, five days, 12 days? Like, what, when, when can I repeat an outfit? Okay, so I'm a big believer in, see, this is the problem. Back in the day, you could repeat an outfit a lot because it wasn't all about social media. Right. I used to have my, mm-hmm. like, good black dress. You know, you spend five, $600 on a good dress. You wear it everywhere. Change the necklace. You're good because ain't nobody taking a picture of you all day. Right. Now, if you don't have a picture, it's like it ain't happened, you know? So everybody, <laughs> can't, I, I can't stand that about life now. So, you know, it's like, okay, now we got to get a picture. I'm in the dress. So I don't think you can repeat things as much, but I do have these new capsule wardrobe things that I'm working through that I believe in where you have certain pieces mix that you mix together. Yes. There are limitless possibilities, right? Oh, but I get it. You're referencing your book. Thing. She's good. Oh, my God. Okay. I totally oh got the God. reference. Girl, let me tell you. I'll be here all week, girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll be here all week. But anywho, but that's what you can do. You can wear the same pieces but not in the same way. Or there's some people that believe you just wear the same outfit every day. You just have multiples of that. I can't do that. Well, I understand now why Tabitha Coffee wears all black because she can just mix mm-hmm. and match. And, 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 it. She, and it looks like she's wearing something new every day. That's it. That's it. You're a little bit of a repeat outfit of uh, shamer. Because I, I, I wore the same outfit. But I also repeat constantly. To two different Jeff Lewis Live events mm-hmm. in two different cities, all different audiences. The only people who knew I was wearing the same outfit were the chumps. But Jeff looked at me and said, are you wearing the same outfit that you wore By the way, San because your picture was everywhere, all over Instagram. That's but my hair that's, was different. <laughs> but that's what your honor is saying. Total different hairdo. Yes. Yes. That's yes. what your honor is saying. All right. Noted. Okay, but Jeff, so- you only wear blue, black, and gray, right? Uh, so it's easy, it's harder to tell when you repeat. Yeah, a but I do repeat a lot. I do have my favorites, and I repeat a lot. Everybody does. Um, okay, so what do you think of someone who buys one to two to three humidifiers for their Christmas tree, right, to keep it <laughs> so it'll stay for the whole month, right? So they use it for the whole month, and then they return those humidifiers a month later. Oh, my goodness. Year after year. Year after year. What do you think about that? I think that that person is more... Um, I think that there are more people than we would like to know like that, that mm-hmm. do that. 
people do that all the time and stores know they do that. I don't I think that of course they should just keep them. If you're going to use them every year, you figure you might get 10, 12, 15 years out of it. Why return it? Cuz there's better newer models yes. the next year. Well, that but still may- it's isn't it kind of stealing? It's, to use something for a month and return it? Well, it is because you've used it, right? Right. right. And it it you, it wasn't there was nothing wrong with the use, right? So yeah, it is wrong. But do stores know that do you do that? Absolutely. Yes, they know that. They know that. But yeah, what I mean, not to be funny, but like they probably got bigger things to worry about, like somebody um, smashing and crashing into the window and stealing all the lawnmowers. So the people who bring them back humidifiers are just like, oh, well, come on, Your bring Honor, them back. I was at um, Target right over here. Is on, that you? On the Brea. <laughs> no, listen. Did you, I, did you take the humidifiers yeah. back? No. No, The, the no. client is not in court today. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, did you do that? Okay. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't okay, do that. Okay, okay. What I would do is, okay, so I would buy the humidifier, right? Then stress out about having no space to store it and then feeling like I'm a hoarder. And then I would give it to somebody and then I'd buy another one next year. That's what I would do. But I would not return it. Yeah, yeah. You would donate I donate it. a lot. I donate, donate, donate. So I'm that's... a terrible returner. I'm the same way. I yeah. keep things too long. Then I then I feel like I'm hoarding. Then I give it away, but I don't return it. But yeah, no, I think whoever's doing that, they need to do something better with their time because it has to take more time to drive back to the store every year to return that. I know. It's a lot of time. Than it does just to like put it in the garage. So that's weird. But anyway, go ahead <laughs> to your next point. Oh, so when I was in Target, um, which I think we need to go, we might need to go today. Fun. I kind of look look for oh, reasons I now. Oh, I love Target. Can I tell you something? I look for reasons to go to Target now. But it's different now in the city. Go go to this one on the Bray. It's really nice. They just redid it. Uh oh, the one on the corner. Yep, mm-hmm. I've been. But guess what? The new thing where you go up to 18 floors on the parking structure. I don't like that. That isn't. That doesn't give me my Target feel. Okay, this is what you need to do. I want an outdoor parking lot. Well, I go right after radio. Okay. Okay. So uh, I can park in a meter on La Brea and walk right up the stairs to the front door. Oh, that's an experience. But you have to go right after radio. Okay, so I can do that because I like to pull up in the outdoor parking lot and like go in. I One don't flight like the, of stairs. By the time I yep, circle, circle, I agree. circle, mm-hmm. I, my joy is gone. <laughs> Yes. My joy is gone. You can keep your joy because you can just park right in the meter and go up one flight of stairs. <laughs> and I like the stair going up is really like a coming into the experience. It's grand. It's a okay. great, it's a, it's a wonderful experience. Okay. But I need to buy toys for my nieces. Yeah. So we I don't. We got to figure out, maybe we go today. But um, when I was there, I went to the star. And the other thing, they have a Starbucks there. Of course. It's I've right inside. That one. Yeah. Well, when I was there, um, someone walked in, grabbed an orange juice, grabbed my drink that was ready at the counter and walked right out the door. What? And the girl said, happens all the time. People just come in and grab, they just grab shit and leave. Clearly, I have not lived enough. I mean, I don't, I don't know who they, was this, was this person wasn't black, were they? No. Because black people can't do that. We cannot go just places and just pick up stuff and no. walk out. I don't know what this life experience is. What? How can you just go to the Starbucks and just grab the drink and walk out? Just grab my drink and an orange juice. They didn't juice. even spin it and look and see, like, is it my name? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Walked in, just picked up an orange juice, grabbed my drink, walked right out the door. And the girl's like, yeah, he's been here before. There's like three of them that come in and, do, and just take, they just steal. But I get it. These girls, they're not going to like risk their lives. Like, sir, stop. What, I mean, what, you're going to let them take Ooh, it. And they don't even know what drink they're getting. What if they don't like that coffee? That I is hope stupid. he likes almond milk. And, the, and that's the yeah. thing. I had almond milk. <laughs> I had almond milk. I always not have for almond everyone. milk. But imagine if it was like whole milk when somebody would like shit their pants. They're uh, lactose, right? Right? lactose right? intolerant. Very risky. Does Starbucks have oat milk? Yes, yes. usually. Because yeah. I really prefer the oat milk over the almond milk. They usually do. They run out a lot. Yeah, they, they do. Usually, it probably gets stolen. Those people, people are, keep stealing those it. Those people are really taking a leap of faith with those it's coffees. The, but they it's really nothing are. like a Starbucks and a stroll through Target. That was a good callback. 
Thank you, mm-hmm. Megan. Thank you. Nice. No one else um, noticed, but thank yeah. you. Let's take calls for your your honor. Uh, Joan in Virginia. Good morning. Hi, Joan. Hi, how are you? Uh, first off, I want to say thank you for my gift cards. They've arrived. You were already my favorite Bravo celebrity, and now you're beyond the beyond. And I would like to pay back to you all in fashion advice where I was a buyer, a merchandiser. I taught fashion merchandising. And to extend your wardrobe, the most important thing is accessories. And the same design principles that you use in designing a house apply to personal clothing. You pick something, you may change the finish, you may um, use different color combinations, and or the thing is to find maybe your signature thing. For me, it's a beret. I have colored berets in cotton. I have them in wool. You put on a beret, and that's what people see. And that's you what you need, Shane. I need a beret. I almost wore too. one today. I'm not lying. Days later with a show. Oh, you're the, the woman in pastels. Use your accessories, and your wardrobe will always look different. So, Joan, what about for men? Like, what accessories are you? Uh, I don't accessorize I'm at all. I'm having a little trouble hearing you, Joan. Uh, Joan, I was going to ask you accessories for men. What do you like? Ties, scarves, like watch. Well, again, men wear scarves, and you can do all kinds of different things with scarves. Yeah. The the thing again, a hat. Maybe there there are people always saying to me, "Oh, you can wear a hat." Anybody can wear a beret, and you can wear a beret ten different ways. You can wear it back on your head. You can wear it forward. I had a little girl that was over at my house trying on clothes the other day, and she kind of put it forth in one of those 1930 kind of um, paperboy newsboy type shapes. Oh, Joan, thank you. You just gave me the best idea for Jeff's Christmas present. (laughs) Joan, can I pull off a beret? I don't know if you can pull it off, Jeff. I think really? so, too. What color should I get him? What color, Joan? Black? No, purple. Well, you have blue eyes? No, I have green have eyes. I have green eyes. eyes. I have gray well, eyes. Black eyes. Some shade, some shade like mushroom. Oh, you they love mushroom. A little mushroom. I love a mushroom beret. Thank you, mm. Joan. I really appreciate that. Enjoy the restaurant gift cards, and happy holidays. I am going to now they just want to go with me and they heard me on the radio and i said yes jeff lewis is my new best friend and he's sending me gift cards oh thank you thank yes. you thank you we are good friends joan love you happy holidays um your honor i wanted to also ask you i love joan i'm sorry i just had to I say i love joan I'm too fashionista honey but i yes. i can't pull off a beret oh i can you can but <laughs> i can't okay. you're cool oh, enough no, i can't i get no. gay bashed <laughs> In Target. By Megan. <laughs> At Target. <laughs> There's no way. Let's do it, though. Let's try it. I, it might be chic. Maybe you for the think? Christmas party. With a little cross, Step, what do you do? What do you say? Take, take a risk. Yeah, take a risk. You know Leap my accessory faith. is? My cane. Uh, it is oh, a I very good. I switch up the canes. You should. Yeah. I do you need know. a nice one. Yeah. Like, when I went to dinner with Selma Blair, she had a really beautiful cane. And I thought, you know what? I need to get a cane. I need to get a cooler cane. Step a, it up. A better cane. This is like terrible it's a little medical supply yeah. rental yeah. Where, oh, where yeah. do we go oh, off cool no. it. it's really oh, bad yeah that one ain't it <laughs> <laughs> i need to buy a nice one that's not it <laughs> <laughs> all this house design and you pick out that cane 
I, I, you know why I didn't invest in a cane? Because I didn't think I'd have it very long. Oh. And then it went away and then it came back. So I probably should, yeah, I should probably, that's what I need, Megan, is a good cane. Oh, there you go. Not a beret. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I love the idea of a beret on Me you. Me too. And I love the idea with long bangs covering <laughs> on you. Now, what do you think of someone, Your Honor, that RSVPs to a party, uh-huh. okay, and then doesn't show? But not just that. Oh, my God. Are you going to beat this dead horse? No, I'm just asking your honor. Okay. And what if they text you and you confirm with them and you text them that, you know, they're coming and then they say what they're bringing. And then when you an hour later, when they haven't shown, you're like, hey, are you coming? We're parking. But then they never show up. What? What do you think about that? That is rude as hell. Okay. Just as wondering what you thought. I think that they were Did you do it? I didn't do it. No. I didn't do it. No, because at that point now you've planned for them. I can't stand people who come somewhere that are responsible for bringing a dish and that don't come. They weren't res- responsible for bringing anything. My okay, clients that's did good. apologize. I want to say my clients did apologize for that. All okay, right. I thought it was like a potluck and they were bringing something. No, no. Oh, okay. And, and they the, apologized, and they RSVP'd, but the next day. And then they said they were parking and never showed up. Well, see, then that would bug me because, see, I'm one of those people now. I've worked it up into someone has snatched them off the road. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we I did. I held hostage that's what in happened. a cave. Yep. I've got to find them. we got to cancel the party and do a search party. Like, that's how I we, would Honestly, right. I thought they were abducted by aliens. <laughs> We talked about it yesterday. <laughs> Once you say parking, it, I'm expecting you coming through that door yes. in five, ten minutes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so you don't like that. Nope. Oh, only one minute. Um, make sure to check out uh, Girl, Let Me Tell You, Leading a, leading <laughs> no, a Limitless no, Life. Th- that book, that, I wrote that book 20 years ago. I don't even think it's in <laughs> Don't check it out. But you can just get on my social media because I'm always talking about what it says in there. At Lauren Lake. At Lauren L. Lake. Oh, Lauren L. Lake. The L is for Limitless. Oh, L is for Limitless. It's really for Lenise. There you go. (laughs) All right. Have a great weekend, Your Honor. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you you. at the Chump Christmas Party on Tuesday. I'll be there. We'll be back on Monday with Mercedes Javid and Doug Buden. Have a good weekend. My cat, Rachel, is the silliest cat I know. One time, she played inside a paper bag for three hours. What a mystery. But I'm glad her health isn't. Thanks to the color-changing litter from Fresh Step Crystal's Health Monitoring Litter. This premium color-changing litter has pH-activated crystals that can help me detect potential illness early. That makes it easy for me to stay on top of her health and well-being. I may not understand all of Rachel's silly quirks, but I can keep up with the important things. Find Fresh Step Crystal's Health Monitoring Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.